Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. In this episode, we will be discussing chapter number nine, persistence, which Hill calls the sustained effort necessary to induce faith, which is the eighth step to riches. And I know I say this with most chapters, but um, this is perhaps one of the this is perhaps the most important chapter in the book, or at least that's what I think. Um, and it is sort of the only way you can achieve something. And this a very easy principle to understand persistence, or as a very quantitative principle to understand persistence is um, a 10,000 hour rule, uh, which was, I think, coined by Malcolm Gladwell, or at least popularized by Malcolm Gladwell in the book Outliers, where he said, um, if you want to get good at anything, or if you want to be a master at anything, do it for 10,000 hours without interruptions, or just do it for 10,000 hours and do it in a dedicated way, in a persistent way, and you will get better. And in order to do that and not quit at the second or the third or the fourth or the hundredth hour, is you need to have persistence. Um, and the way Hill introduces this sentence is, the basis of persistence is the power of will. Willpower and desire, he says, when properly combined, make an irresistible pair. Men who accumulate great fortunes are generally known as cold-blooded, sometimes ruthless. Often they are misunderstood. What they have is willpower, which they mix with persistence and place back to their desires to ensure, to ensure the attainment of their objectives. A few carry on in, in the face of hardship, despite all opposition until they are until they attain their goals these principles he says these principles that are taught in the book must be understood they must be applied with persistence by all who accumulate money i he says in first person am checking up on you at this point because a lack of persistence is one of the major causes of failure moreover experience with thousands of people has proved that lack of persistence is a weakness common to the majority of men. The ease with which lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon the intensity of one's desire. And in order to accumulate persistence, in addition to being passionate about what you do, he says, continue to read through to the end of the book. Then go back to chapter two, and start immediately to carry out the instructions given in, in connection with the six steps. Now, which six steps is he referring to? He says, the six steps, the method by which desire for riches can be transmuted into a practical equivalent consists of six definite steps, which, which is basically desire in order to transmute desire to reality. You need to, have, uh, you need to follow these six, six steps, which um, are as follows. Fix in your mind the exact amount of money you desire. Step number two, desire exactly what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. You can't get something for nothing. Step number three, establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money you desire. Step number four, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once. Step number five, write down a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money. Step number six, 
read your written statement aloud twice daily, once just before retiring at night and once after rising in the morning. As you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. Now, this sort of consciousness, this, this, this having that complete and unwavering desire to you know, um, um, acquire the money, he calls this the money consciousness which you must possess before you can be sure of accumulating a fortune. If you find you are weak in persistence, if you are weak in this money consciousness mindset, center your attention upon the instructions contained in, chap in the chapter on power. Surround yourself with a mastermind group. And uh, you can recall that in one of the previous chapters, we discussed... Um, what a mastermind group is, it's just a group of like-minded people. And, and there's a very nice thing that, that I always go back to. It's you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you spend time with, spend the, uh, most of your time with five idiots, you're the sixth idiot. If you spend most of your time with five high achievers, something will happen and you will be the sixth high achiever. To get results, he says, you must apply all of the rules until their application becomes a fixed habit with you in no other way can you develop the necessary money consciousness no other way and the opposite of money consciousness is in his um, estimation a poverty consciousness a poverty consciousness will voluntarily seize the mind he says which is not occupied with the money consciousness a poverty consciousness develops without conscious application of habits favorable to it Without persistence, you will be defeated even before you start. With persistence, you will win. Therefore, he says, be persistent no matter how slowly you may at first have to move. And, and this, this is true with anything that you do. The minute you start something, you will be bad at it because you've never done it before. So just take one step and another and another and another and another. And eventually, when you look back, you will probably climb the mountain, more importantly, you will be better and you will learn. And this in, in and this comes to the, the next part of this chapter, which, which is with persistence will come success. Those who have cultivated the habit of persistence seem to enjoy insurance against failure. No matter how many times they are defeated, they finally arrive up toward the top of the ladder. That's that never say die attitude the sort of attitude of keep on keeping on and that is what he emphasizes in those lines he says every failure brings with it a seed of equivalent advantage there are exceptions to this rule he says a few people know from experience the soundness of persistence they are the ones who have not accepted defeat as being anything more than temporary they are the ones whose desires are so persistently applied a defeat is finally changed into victory. We who stand on the sidelines of life see the overwhelmingly large number who go down in defeat never to rise again. These, unfortunate, these fortunately never learn to accept life's reverse gear. But what we do not see, what most of us never suspecting, suspect of existing, is the silent but irresistible power which comes to the rescue of those who fight on it in the face of discouragement. 
and he gives an example of the success and failure more importantly of broadway or, or of the of the ability to to um to make it and and in, and then and in that and in that time there weren't there was no movie production right? and, and at least not at a large scale and most of the entertainment that people got through stories were in the form of writing and in the form of plays or both um and in broadway he saw a lot of people succeed and a lot of people fail and the one thing he says was common uh, between the people who succeeded was persistence and the opposite is true for the people who failed and he gives an example of um of a of a woman named fanny hurst whose persistence he says conquered the great white great white way she came into new york in 1915 to convert writing into riches she wrote um she one publisher saturday evening post sent her 36 rejection slips before she broke the ice and got a story across the average writer like the average in other walks of life would have given up on the job when the first rejection slip came then came the payoff because after a lot of struggle to no success comes the payoff and that's true with anybody's entrepreneurial journey career journey or even success journey and she made at that time in 1915 or a few years later she, um, her novel was sold for 100000 which is 1 lakh us dollars uh, and she also got royalties from that so there was significantly more and especially more as as time went on but it was all down to persistence he says persistence is a state of mind therefore it can be cultivated now how can it be cultivated now he lists down um seven steps um eight steps sorry and how it can be cultivated the first is having definite definiteness of purpose a strong motive forces one to surmount many difficulties the second and a chapter is is made on this desire it is comparatively easy to acquire and to maintain persistence in pursuing the object of intense desire step 3 self reliance belief in one's ability to carry out a plan to follow through with persistence step 4 definiteness of plan to encourage persistence step 5 accurate knowledge knowing that one's plans are sound based upon experience or observation encourages persistence step 6 cooperation sympathy understanding harmonious cooperation step 7 will power the, the habit of concentrating one's thoughts upon the building of plans and the final step step 8 the mind absorbs and becomes a part of daily experiences upon which it feeds and how does this happen through constant practice and through forming a habit he says at the end take inventory of yourself and determine in what particular if any you are lacking in this essential quality and if you do you can identify a symptom of lack of persistence and he lists down 16 symptoms for lack of persistence which are as follows failure to recognize and to clearly define what one wants procrastination lack of interest in acquiring specialized knowledge indecision and the habit of passing the buck and just slowly going about life the habit of relying upon alibis instead of creating definite plans self satisfaction 
are just being content with everything and not wanting to push the needle. Indifference, usually reflected in one's readiness to compromise on all occasions rather than opposition, is in looking for excuses and the smallest excuse just sort of creeps up. You're like, huh, eh, I don't need to do this. Blame games, the, the, the habit of blaming others for one's mistakes. Weakness of desire due to neglect in the choice of motives. Willingness to quit the first sign of defeat. Lack of organized plans. The habit of neglecting to move on to other ideas to grab opportunity when it presents itself. Wishing instead of willing. Compromising with poverty instead of aiming at riches. Searching for all the shortcuts of riches. Trying to get without giving. And the last one, and perhaps the most important, the fear of criticism, failure to create plans and to put them into action because of what other people will think. And he explains this in several scenarios of life. He explains this in marriage. He explains this with education. He explains this with business in which he says people refuse to take chances in business because they fear the criticism which may follow if they fail. The fear of criticism in such cases is stronger than the desire success and in, in his own way he sort of he took upon this 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 path to, to study success of people of in, in in the early part of the 20th century and a lot of doubts creeped into his mind and he said uh, and some of the doubts that he said which we often say to ourselves I know I have is you can't do it the job is too big and requires too much time what will your relatives think of you how will you earn a living no one has ever organized a philosophy of success. What right do you have to believe you can do? Who are you? Anyway, to aim so high, remember your humble birth. What do you know about philosophy? People will think you are crazy. And they did. Why hasn't some other person done this before until now? Were they lucky? Or what did they have luck? And, and, and uh, can you be so sure that you might have luck or you will have luck? Don't rely upon luck, he says. So there is an element ground for the belief for those depending entirely upon luck and nearly always disappointed because they overlook another important factor which must be present before one can be sure of success. It is the knowledge with which favorable breaks can be made to order. Right? The harder I work, I've heard this quote and I can't remember who says it, said it. It's really important and really fits in here. The harder I work, the luckier I got. The harder I work, the luckier I. He adds, saying, if one has persistence, one can get along very well without many other qualities. The only lucky break anyone can afford is to rely on a self-made lucky break. And this is an interesting thought exercise. And he says, examine the first hundred people you meet, ask them what they want most in life. It could be anything, ask them what they want and ask them clearly to define it and see if it intersects with what you intersects with what you want and with what you can achieve yourself. And lastly, he closes with, with a four-point plan on how to develop assistance. First, a definite purpose backed by burning desire for its fulfillment. Second, a definite plan. Third, mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences. Fourth, friendly alliance with one or more person who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. Rest of the chapter, he goes on to 
um, explain examples of persistence. He uses the example of people who sort of suffer stock market crashes, people who um, uses the example of Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and, and even uh, the Prophet Muhammad, uh, which is very interesting. Um, but most of them rely on the fact on, on, on the importance of persistence. And more important than that is the principles on how to achieve persistence and how to identify a lack of persistence. And he closes by saying, the mastery of fear, the mastery of discouragement, and the mastery of indifference leads to a path of success and greatness. That's it from this episode of Think and Grow Rich. I hope you will join me in the next episode. If you want to link to the book, Think and Grow Rich, it's in the description, in the podcast description, wherever you're listening to this. If there's any way I can improve, please do let me know. But that's it from this episode. I hope you'll join me next time.